Hello, everyone, and welcome to Prevent That, a podcast brought to you by the Prevention Resource Center, Region 3. The Prevention Resource Center serves as the Central Data Collection Repository and Substance Misuse Prevention Training Liaison for Texas Health and Human Services Commission, Region 3. PRC3 is housed at Recovery Resource Council in Dallas and serves the following 19 North Texas counties. Collin, Cook, Dallas, Denton, Ellis, Erath, Fannin, Grayson, Hood, Hunt, Johnson, Kaufman, Navarro, Palo Pinto, Parker, Rockwall, Somerville, Tarrant, and Wise. Hello, my name is June Dibel and I am the Public Relations Coordinator for the Prevention Resource Center Region 3. Today we are very honored to have Eduardo Chavez, the Special Agent in Charge for the Dallas Field Division for the United States Drug Enforcement Administration. Thank you for having me, June. Thank you for being here. So as uh, June mentioned, my name is Eduardo Chavez. I'm the uh, Special Agent in Charge for the DEA uh, Dallas Field Division. Uh, before I kind of get into some of the, the things that I, I want to be able to talk about today, I want to just start out by explaining a little bit of what the Drug Enforcement Administration does and uh, what our responsibilities are uh, here in North Texas. Uh, we're a single mission agency. Uh, we're charged with enforcing federal drug and money laundering laws as it relates to drug-related manufacturing, distribution, uh, violence, and narco-terrorism. Uh, we have over uh, 200 offices in every state and over 90 offices in almost 70 countries worldwide. Uh, we have almost 5,000 special agents currently on the rolls with another 5,000 intelligence analysts, diversion investigators, forensic chemists, and technical and administrative personnel and we continue to be uh, the largest U.S. law enforcement presence overseas. Now, the Dallas Division here has responsibility in, in the entire area of North Texas, from Lubbock and Amarillo all the way to Tyler, as well as the entire state of Oklahoma. So you might be listening, you might be thinking to yourself, you know, why was the DEA invited to speak at a prevention podcast? Uh, yes, our primary mission is uh, the responsibility of a law enforcement function to enforce uh, the nation's federal drug laws, to target and hold accountable uh, the highest level of offenders within drug trafficking organizations. Uh, we recognize that our enforcement efforts, however, against the supply side of the equation must also be complemented by education, treatment and prevent, uh, prevention efforts to reduce the desire or just the demand for illicit drugs. So we feel very strongly about supporting initiatives uh, like this. Uh, we have a community outreach section that provides the public with current and relevant drug information uh, about illicit drug use, the misuse of prescription drugs, trends, and just other health consequences of drug use. I want to be able to give you an overview of what is happening in uh, the PRC3 coverage area. I know it's uh, included uh, almost 19 counties here in the uh, North Texas area. Um, overall, methamphetamine uh, still remains to be one of the largest and most pervasive um, misuse and abuse abused drugs here in North Texas. It is what most 
police chiefs and sheriffs will count as, as one of their biggest problems that go hand in hand with a lot of violent crime and uh, other, other collateral crimes related to that drug abuse and drug trafficking. Um, one of our larger resurgences that we have seen over the last 24 months has just simply been that of the misuse and abuse of prescription drugs and most recently counterfeit prescription drugs that contain fentanyl. Uh, with regard to prescription drugs, uh, on October 23rd, uh, the DEA once again partnered uh, with um, over 140 local law enforcement uh, agencies, over 170 sites with our nationwide uh, prescription drug take back day. Uh, we, uh, not seized, but we obtained over 15.2 million pounds of medication that were unused or unwanted, turned in anonymously. Uh, we have found that uh, these efforts are a great step into making sure medications are out of the homes. Uh, we have seen where um, the first time people may try to abuse or misuse prescription drugs, it's actually just taken out of the home from a friend or family member that might have it prescribed uh, to them, or it may have been something sitting in somebody's medicine cabinet for months or even years sometimes, and that is their first taste of misuse of prescription drugs. Um, in 2020, unfortunately, uh, there were over 93,000 overdose, overdose deaths recorded. Over 75% of those uh, were opioid-related. And that gets me sort of into the, the next topic that I wanted to talk about, and it is the, the misuse uh, and abuse of prescription drugs, and in particular, the counterfeit um, prescription drugs. In late September, the DEA issued a public safety alert warning Americans of the alarming increase in the lethality and availability of fake prescription pills that contain fentanyl. I'll first say that if you're obtaining prescription medication outside of the direct issuance of a prescription by a licensed medical professional and it's not coming from your local pharmacy in a pill bottle with your name on it and specific instructions on the parameters of how you should take it, uh, you really have to think twice about what is in that pill and what, you, what you're trying to do uh, by taking it. Um, every year, uh, there are so many Americans that succumb to accidental overdoses, and it's accidental simply because they thought they were taking one sort of prescription drug, when in reality, uh, and most recently over the last several months, a majority of the pills found on the street contain fentanyl. So what is fentanyl exactly? I mean, it is a Schedule II narcotic-controlled substance. It does have legitimate purposes uh, in surgical centers, uh, sometimes for terminally ill patients. However, what we have seen is, uh, unfortunately, Chinese criminal organizations are sending raw fentanyl powder to uh, Mexico and many other South American countries, who those trafficking organizations are then pressing it into pills, pills that are made to look like the real prescription opioid or even other pill um, manufacturers. We have seized pills that look like Oxycontin or Percocet or Vicodin, and they're made to mimic uh, Oxycodone and Hydrocodone. Uh, we've even seen, seen some that are, have the stamps that make it look exactly like a Xanax or Alprazolam. 
or even stimulants like Adderall, uh, where it's not a stimulant at all. It still contains fentanyl, which is, is more on the narcotic side of, of the spectrum. Unfortunately for this, fentanyl is extremely lethal, even in the smallest amounts. Only two milligrams? That's just a few grains uh, of, a, of what you might think of a sugar packet on a restaurant tabletop. A sugar packet is one gram. So when you put that into the milligrams, that's a thousand milligrams in that sugar packet. And only two milligrams of that can actually be a lethal dose of fentanyl. Uh, we are finding that four out of ten pills that are sold on the street contain potentially a lethal dose of fentanyl. That is not experimental when you are going to try even just one because in that particular case one pill can kill you. It is not I'm going to try this and see how it makes me feel. Um, my friends are doing it and so I'll take one of those. So unfortunately if you have ten friends and each of you uh, take one of those pills four of you potentially have that lethal dose to where uh, you may die. It is that grave a situation. It is something that the DEA has seen here in the North Texas area uh, now for several months. Unfortunately, we have spoke to uh, many parents who have children that have succumbed to these accidental overdoses, stemming from sports injuries or just simply the peer pressures of, of being a teenager in, in today's world, uh, that they're looking for something to relax them. They're looking for an out or looking to relieve some of the stresses of, of, of their lives. And unfortunately with these pills, it is not like years before where they might potentially try something and feel like they got away with it. In these particular occasions, with the presence of fentanyl, uh, it is truly one pill can kill. One of the biggest issues uh, that we are seeing is just simply the uh, social media aspect of how these counterfeit pills are being trafficked. Um, I would suggest to everybody listening to this, whether you're a teacher, a parent, a friend, or all of the above, is simply to have conversations with uh, your children, with your brother, little brothers and your little sisters, or even in the schools with regard to um, pills that are being sold uh, or drugs overall. Um, in these particular occasions, uh, with the advent of so many social media apps and disappearing messages and um, you know quick uh, cash apps that are available to exchange money, uh, you really have to sort of uh, address the elephant in the room and be able to um, to really talk about some of these uh, things that are out there because the consequences are just simply uh, too grave. You know, and if there's questionable text messages, there's emojis that don't make sense for the context of what is uh, being discussed to actually have um, those conversations with your children. Overall, the DEA here in Dallas will uh, has very uh, many resources to provide with uh, for community members, for teachers. If you go to uh, DEA.gov, we have several offshoots of websites geared toward different um, uh, different platforms, whether you're a teacher, a caregiver, or even a student. Uh, just think twice.gov or getsmartaboutdrugs.gov. 
Um, and obviously, uh, we are also available to reach out um, and have presentations for teachers or other community organizations. But we want to be able to do our part in educating uh, the youth and the community here in North Texas, in particular, about fentanyl and the dangers of the counterfeit pills that are out on the street. I'd like to thank you, June. I know I sort of kind of monopolized all of this time uh, during this moment, but I just want to thank you and the PRC, uh, which is housed at the Recovery Resource Council, uh, for um, having me, and urge you uh, to follow us on Twitter at uh, DEA Dallas DIV uh, for updates and, and things that we are doing to hopefully partner with organizations like yours to help keep North Texas safer. Thank you so much for being here, Special Agent Chavez. This was great information for our listeners, and we really appreciate the time you took to explain to us about uh, what the DEA does and their focus on the one pill can kill. It's very important information. Thank you so much. And that's Prevent That for this month. Because our prevention messaging doesn't stop when the podcast ends, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find us at PRC Region 3, and there you'll find more helpful information for your friends and family. See you next month.